When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Bust out of the box. It's time for Must Have Seen TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century from I Love Lucy to News Radio. I'm your TV guide, Brett White. I'm also a reporter, producer for Decider.com. This week, I am joined by returning guest, Katie healy Warsberg. Hello, Katie! Hello! Yay! Hi! I apologize to my fans, to my fans, that sounds so <laughs> weird, for not doing a special intro for this, because I've been doing, th- like, for Halloween, I did four spooky intros. Oh. Where I was, like, a monster, and I had, like, sound effects. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, what would you do for Thanksgiving? Yeah, Thanksgiving. You do a Thanksgiving I song. I did. I did a Thanksgiving parade. Yep. First week. Last week I did a Bob Newhart bit because we talked about the Bob Newhart show. Oh, okay. Which is not Thanksgiving, but it was still like a heightened bit. And this one I was like racking my brain of like, I could do it like a recipe. Oh, yeah. Or I could yeah, do it do like that. my mouth is full and I'm like oh, talking and it's like, don't do so that. I was like, don't don't do, you know what? Let's yeah. just. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I think that's like one of the problems with Thanksgiving as a holiday is that it doesn't have like those. You know what I mean? Anything. Like, it doesn't have, like, those cultural <laughs> things aside from, like, the the meal. The yeah. meal is, like, the one thing. And I guess and you kind of have, like, traveling a lot. But other than that, that's Traveling like and eating. Yeah, so what is, is... This is the third of three Thanksgiving mm. holiday gauntlet episodes. Holiday gauntlet? Yeah, because we're having three back-to-back months of holiday episodes. Oh, okay. I did four Halloween, three Thanksgiving... That makes sense. And then one, uh, and then a break, which is next week. Okay. And then four Christmas. That makes sense. So. Yeah. Three whole months of holiday episodes. I mean, that's <clears> the <throat> other problem with the end of the year. It's just nothing we but. have it, is that it's just like. I Damn also, I think Halloween too is like, I think for maybe most of the country, Halloween is like, whatever. It's like one In, night. Yeah. And then maybe parents have to like make a costume or costumes for their kids, but in yeah. New York it really is, like, I mean, it's a month up long. to, like, two weeks of, like, straight going out yeah. and doing Yeah, because I had my Halloween party the week, like, a good ten or so days before yeah, Halloween. Least, yeah, which because, meant I had my costume ready then. Because I was so like, I want around. to, because I was like, Saturday, thanks, or Halloween was a Tuesday, I was like, well, the Saturday before people are going to be doing things, so mm-hmm. I should have my party the Saturday before the Saturday before. Yeah, which <laughs> then meant. Halloween was, like, three weeks long yeah. instead of two weeks uh, long. So what is your history with uh, Thanksgiving? I, I've gone through my history in the previous two episodes where it's, mm-hmm. like, it's fine. It's not an, <laughs> it's not an essential holiday. Like, yeah, I, I, mean, like, I like Thanksgiving. I think culturally it is, it's, 
it's really too bad that our one holiday that celebrates like Thanksgiving, like giving thanks yeah. and like family <clears throat> in that way also is almost explicitly a celebration of like genocide. genocide. Hey! Yeah. And it like really, it really sucks. It's like yeah. the one time like culturally as Americans we're like, hey guys, let's say thank you for this. And it's like, subtext of that is like we stall it all yeah fuck you and it's like that's the one which is that could be good we've gotten like i made sure to bring this up because i think it's important to like you got to talk about all of it and i think that like if we as a culture stop perpetuating the myth of like the first thanksgiving where the indians were like we're totally cool with this come on in if we stop doing that like let's just have let's make thanksgiving about giving thanks and being with friends and family but also acknowledging and let's also like make sure that we don't i think it i think it should redo history yeah i i honestly think like it's the time because we just celebrate it without kind of like acknowledging the past like what it like explicitly kind of erases that that's even worse yeah almost so i think i i try to i um donate in it specifically in november but i try to do it like other times as well to um uh the native american i forgot the name of the fund um but i like donate like specifically for thanksgiving um which i think they are like yeah do that (laughs) that's yeah assholes yeah fuck you and we're like sorry um so yeah that's i only like three thanksgiving foods Um, so like i like turkey and gravy and stuffing and then that's it but then i also i don't like turkey and stuffing if there isn't gravy (laughs) so several times growing up my dad would just forget to make gravy and you just throw away the drippings which is like also insane like you can't have even even if you're not me like you, you, that's not what are you fucking and he always then would be like be like where's the gravy he's like but we don't need gravy and then he would act one time he just acted like gravy wasn't a thing and no one would have gravy and why like, would you ever yeah it's like that's not a thing i'm like it's the main thing it's, yeah it's the thing what are you talking about i don't like gravy um, but i also understand like turkey i turkey's good Turkey's also like the dry. It can yeah, be. Only it can the be the meat. driest yeah. shit you ever eat. Only dark meat. Personally, sorry, vegetarians and vegans. Um, the other podcast I do a lot of the times is like most of the listeners are vegan, um, <laughs> yeah. so I have to be very careful. I try not to be an asshole. I, I don't know um, what our. I would actually love to know what the demos are for this yeah, one because right yeah. now it's like, please tell me. Please yeah. interact with me in any way. Brett <laughs> is likes where I'm to at. be interacted with. Please, he does. Uh, I, I love stuffing. Yeah, I like. I just like traditional stuffing. I don't want fucking weird ass fruits in there. Oh no! Ew! Like God, nuts. No. I don't. No. I don't want that. Did you ever have stuffing that was? In little, in little, uh, like, muffin shapes? Uh, I think that's, like, a thing. My dad would always, like, do most of, like, cook one batch of it inside the bird, and then the other one we just have in, like, a casserole dish. Because then you would cook it in, like, a crock pot, and it would be in, like, a little muffin. Oh, interesting. Or maybe it was, it might have have been transported in the crock pot. Because I know that, I remember, like, as a kid... You would pick up this little, like, biscuit-sized thing of stuffing that I think was made in, like, a, a muffin tin or whatever. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And my that mom, was, and it was good. My mom makes bubble oak <clears throat> for the rolls, which is, like, just red dough, like, um, torn into, like, round things and then Ooh. placed in, like, a um, pie dish. So it's, like, all, stu- like, stuffed next to each other. And then it's covered 
and she covers it in like butter and Parmesan cheese and like herbs and stuff. Yes. So then it's baked like that. So it's like all the herbs on the top and it's nice and buttery at the bottom and you tear it apart. So that was the, I like bubble off is really good too, but that's like, so if there's a roll, I'm going to eat the roll. Yeah, the rolls are great. Yeah, rolls are great. Where does I don't it, like potatoes. I where like does squash. it rank? Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. What order? Um, probably, I mean, yeah, I guess Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas. But starting from the bottom. I Christmas think, one? Yeah, Christmas would be one. Yeah. Halloween two. And then Halloween two. Yeah, that's then, mine. Yeah. That's my order. Yeah. So therefore I mean, it's I the do, correct I like, order. <laughs> I mean, obviously. I like Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, I, I think it's nicer now that I have a better relationship with my family. And, like, I can go back yeah. home and it's not the whole worst thing in the world. That's the thing with Thanksgiving so. is that it is so tied with that. Yeah, Although it really is. astute listeners will have noticed that the three episodes I chose for the Thanksgiving are all found friend families. Yeah, yeah. I think, and it's one of those things too where, like, I will say, there was one year my parents were, like, just didn't even invite me home. <laughs> <laughs> like, my sister's future in-laws it was like the the year they were engaged before they got married and so they were they came out from like the west coast and stayed at my parents house which was all, all, already like oh god why oh no um just because their house is always like a disaster and i'm like embarrassed yeah having never met these people for them but apparently they, my mom did a really good job great <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i so I just, like, that was one of the years I was in New York. Many years I just never, I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and so I went to, I came to your house and we did a Friendsgiving. Uh, our other friends used to do Sneaksgiving. Mm, yeah. Which was the, so much fun. Which was the Sunday before? The Sunday before yeah. Thanksgiving. Um, and we did all the Thanksgiving foods. Um, and then it was like, we watched Christmas movies all day. Yeah. And it was, like, really fun. Oh. Um, so I, I do miss Sneaksgiving. Um. um but yeah. Yeah, this week, mm. we are going to be traveling to November 20th, 1997. Mm. The Jackal ruled the box office. Oh, that Can... movie scared me so much. <laughs> it's a Bruce Willis movie? Uh, Isn't I, it? No, no well, it's, it's Gary um, Oldman? I don't he know. might be in it, but it's uh, Val Kilmer is one of the. It's oh, like yeah. two. No, I think it's Bruce Willis and Val Kilmer. Okay. I know it's Val Kilmer. <laughs> there's like a, there's a thing in it where like they have like sprayable nerve gas. <laughs> So out of like a spray can, so then you touch it and you die. And it was like the, specifically the guy sprayed it underneath like a door handle, like a trunk handle well, on a terrifying. car. And I literally avoided touching so many things Trunks for like forever. For, uh, like the long, like I would always use my sleeves. And be like, what if there's sprayable <laughs> nerve gas? So that um, was what was going on in the movie theaters. <laughs> This yeah, week, um, Candle in the Wind 1997 by Elton John topped the charts. Yep. Round two. Hell yeah. And English, NBC. English Rose version. Hell yeah. NBC aired the Friends episode, the one with Chandler in a box. Katie, you must have seen the one with Chandler in a box before. Yeah, this was, so when we discussed which Friends episode we were going to, which Friends there are ten, there a bunch, but yeah. only, I think, I think only five of them are eligible for the podcast, five or six. There are there are ten of them. Season season one is a legit one. Season two is a there's a, a the C plot is Thanksgiving, but mm. A and B are not. Okay. And then season three is when they just cemented like we're gonna do this every year. Yeah, yeah. And that's the football one. This is the box one. And then after that, it gets kind of like 
I, there's the truffle one, the Brad Pitt one, yeah. the one where Chandler oh, trifle, hates dogs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tr- trifle, truffle. The truffle <laughs> I like, pig. I was like, truffles? Phoebe, Phoebe being so much truffle pig. And... <laughs> it's very confused. Um, yes. The there's one with truffle. all the flashbacks. Yeah, uh, I think, I, to me, the box one is like the most iconic Thanksgiving one. So when you were like, oh no, that's like the least I feel like, Thanksgiving-y I guess, one. <clears throat> I guess we all come from our family context. Yeah. I think my family always talked about the one with the English trifle with beef. Yeah. And the Brad Pitt one, and yeah. then the football one, or the three that we always, as a family, talked about the most. Yeah, the thing, the Brad Pitt one is like not funny anymore, because the whole joke is that like he doesn't like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, now and it's like, but now that's just gross. Yeah, and also, because, and it's just like because he the whole time he's just mean to her. Yeah, and you're just like, ha ha, it's funny because they're married. And now they're oh, now they're not <laughs> married. It's not funny anymore. But it is delightful to watch that and be like Brad Pitt. Doesn't know comedy. Yeah, that which is, is true. Pretty just, great. It's like he's a beautiful man. That's mm-hmm. like a good actor, and it's like, aha, here's your weakness. You don't have good timing. Yeah, I think he, it's funny because I think he does have good timing, but not in a live performance. Yeah, he, sense, his you know? delivery in that episode, he has like a little you know, extra a, bit of over the top haniness at yeah, times, which and is, it's like uh, he kind of swallows the lines a little bit. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, a, yeah. In a in a cinematic way, like yeah. he's used to this stuff being filmed but like Ocean's Eleven was like the next year or something it was not that long after and he's super funny in yeah. that so I think it's it's very I think it's like he doesn't because like, it is when we think about Friends specifically of like I mean most sitcoms from the era that you're looking at are going to be filmed in front of an audience yeah. and so that's where the like so much of the performance comes from that um, yeah, it's it's like really showing you the specifics of what it takes to do this job. Because yeah. you can easily, well, obviously Brad Pitt's a better actor than like Matthew Perry. But then it's like, okay, well then you bring Brad Pitt into yeah. Matthew Perry's turf, and it's yeah, like, no, like, now yeah. you understand what Matthew yeah. Perry is doing and why he's great. I, my, it's because of I this. Think Matthew Perry's a really good yeah, actor. Yeah, he is. Um, we should, who, who can we say is a bad actor? No one. They're all good. They're, they're all, all good. Uh, who did? So you grew Matt up Lovely. with? You were you in a friend's household? We we watched it. I think. We liked Star Trek, I think, more than any sitcom, if that makes sense. Okay, like, yeah. there wasn't any... Bi- like, uh, I don't know. My sister really... <laughs> so recently, in the last, like, couple years, maybe longer than that, but very recently, as far as I'm concerned, my sister got really into Frasier, and I was like, we never watched that growing up. Yeah. So, like, I don't... We watched Star Trek as a family. We would watch movies maybe more as a family. Um... I mean, de- I definitely watched Friends, I don't know, there wasn't, like, especially at that age, kind of, like, early tweens kind of, like, era. Yeah, because this, I mean, the, the crazy thing about this show is I watched this show from when I was in sixth grade to a sophomore in college, or yeah. junior in college. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like such a form- yeah. crazy span, like, all of middle school, all of high school, yeah. half of college, like, that's yeah. a... Really formative chunk. And yeah. for a lot of those years, the friends were my only friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the deep bond I have yeah. with this show. <laughs> yeah, I watched... We Alexis and I watched X-Files together. Oh, yeah. We, the two of us would watch it. And then we wouldn't watch it if the other one wasn't there. 
because it's, it's too so scary. Sta- it's so scary. Too, yeah, some uh, fucked up episodes. And I like they've added it to Netflix finally. I was like, great, I'm going to watch this. I'm 32 years old or whatever I can I was. do that. And then I was like, no, no, no. Like, there's like, <laughs> the, in the Isn't the second season, episode is like Tombs, where he's like a I, stretchy, yeah. gross, like, and liver-eaten person? I was like, oh, person. I know Tombs. Like, he's great, because he's in that later episode, and I'm like, this guy. <laughs> but I think it's a different episode. Maybe it is even that one, but like, Scully, like, takes a shat, like a bath by herself. Right, like, yeah. And I was just like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. He's in two episodes in season one, I think. I think he's in the, like, the second one and then it's at the very end and yeah. he comes back. And then he does come back later. Oh, because like the first one is called, it has a different title. Oh, it's like Slither or Bend or... I think it's Slither. Sh- some, it's some it's some like verb. Or, yeah. And then Tombs is at the end of season one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I, no, this is too scary. Um, but you know what isn't scary? Ah! I don't know. This week on Must Have Seen TV, we're talking about the Friends episode, the one with Chandler in a box. It is the eighth episode of season four and was written by Michael Borkow and directed by Peter Bonners. Here's how Netflix describes the episode. On Thanksgiving, Joey punishes Chandler for kissing Kathy. Monica gets a surprise when she visits an eye doctor. He's her former boyfriend's son. Katie, how accurate is that description? I don't know. That's accurate. That's, that is the show. That's yeah, the episode. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, yeah. I, there was some Netflix description. I forget what it was, but it was for something, and it was like, just completely spoiled the whole thing. Yeah, it'll, in one, yeah. In one sentence. And I was we, like, oh, great. Okay. I think there was um the <sighs> Home Improvement episode we did. It was like, the description was three minutes, three uh, sentences long. Yeah. And the first two, great. The third one was like, Tim gets back at him by doing this. It's like, well, you don't have to <laughs> like, say that. Like, that's the, that's literally that the, the last thing. minute of the episode. <laughs> you don't have to summarize that yeah. in the Netflix Just description. Don't, no spoilers, guys. <clears throat> so, this is, you know, it isn't rare. I think it, this is rare for sitcoms before the 90s, but this is a serialized plot line because mm-hmm. Joey has been dating Kathy, played by Paget Brewster, mm-hmm. for like four episodes before this. Okay. And Chandler has been like, it's, it was an arc of season four. It was him developing all these feelings. Like, they mm-hmm. they were watching the Buster Keaton late night marathon together. And okay. then, like, Kathy cut his hair in the previous episode, which is why he, like, they got too close and he kissed her. Okay. And also, Joey was being like, he wasn't really feeling her that much. Yeah. Like, he was also dating other women. And Chandler was like, oh, well, then you should, you should dump her. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, I think I'm going to try to actually make this work. <laughs> no. So, the previous episode ends with... Them kissing and Joey finding out. So the the cold open summarizes all that, kind of. Yeah. Because it's Joey alone. Hello? Hey, it's me. I know you can't stand to be in the same room as me, so I just thought I'd try and apologize over the phone. Oh. Hello? (laughs) Look, I never should have kissed your girlfriend, and I'm... He had also apologized on the little... Board yeah, and the thing. The magazine just says, I'm, yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, over and over and over again. Uh, yeah. are, I really like Joey's alone performance in the cult open of yeah. acting against just a phone. Yeah. <laughs> he also does that, like, um, that, like, he does that, like, eyebrows, forehead move where he can look, like, surprised and yeah. dismayed just by, like, moving his forehead back a little bit. I'm always <laughs> impressed when people can do that. Like, I can't. That's not. It's like a like the cert only certain muscles yeah to do that but There's, it's a good he relies on it a lot not too much I don't think but it is like it's a good it's a very like, Joey thing yeah, yeah like I really and he does like this is a really good episode for Joey yeah um because he has to be 
angry and funny at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And also, so hard to do. it's also one of the rare episodes where Joey is a high-status character in a way. Like, yeah. Yeah. he's the one that is, like, plotting and exerting a plan on Chandler. Yeah. Which is ludicrous. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> and also, okay, so does he break up with Kathy at the end of the last episode? That is not clear. I actually, I, I don't think they, I don't think they address it. I think it's okay. just kind of understood that in between episodes, like, that ended. Yeah. Because in this episode, like, Joey goes looking for Chandler and he finds him at Central Park and they're canoodling in the corner. Yeah, like, don't fucking go there, man. Yeah. If you're really sorry don't about, go like, to your... essentially stealing your best friend's, like person that they're dating yeah don't go to the place you're at two-thirds of all of your days yeah that's literally on the basement like, of your apartment building. yeah don't go there a hundred steps away as established yeah. in one episode and it's also like i think <laughs> some people might be like um why was central park open it's on thanksgiving hashtag new york oh uh, yeah that's, that's just true. like <laughs> yeah that is <laughs> you might i think some places might close a little bit early on thanksgiving day but otherwise, they're open. Like, yeah. Stuff is open. Stuff is open on Christmas Day. 100%. The first year I moved here, I, like, didn't... I, like, very much planned. I was like, all right, well, I won't go anywhere, but I'll go to the movies, because I know movie theaters are open, because, you know, we both worked at movie theaters, yep. and they're open every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I got down to Union Square that night for the movie I was going to go see, and, like, two-thirds of the stores were open still at, like, 8.30 <laughs> at night. I was like, what is... It? You remember Shoe Mania? Yeah. Shoe Mania oh, yeah. was open and there were like a ton of people hang- just in you Shoe Mania. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay, I guess I uh, was wrong about the city. Uh, I mean, I feel like with this one, everyone has, every, if you're listening to this episode, you've seen this episode, mm-hmm. I say. So I don't really think we necessarily need to break it down beat by beat plot wise. Yeah. There are three A plot, B plot, C plot in this episode mm-hmm. that are pretty iconic, I would say, for Friends. Yeah, yeah like, that's true. The A plot is. Chandler feels bad about kissing Kathy, and then Joey, like, it escalates to the point where Joey is going to go back to his parents' house and look for a place to live. Yeah. And then it's like Chandler basically says, If we still had that entertainment unit, I would get in there for six hours and think about how I let you down. <laughs> what? We got a box. And so then Chandler spends Thanksgiving in a box, hence the title. Yeah. The B-plot is, at the beginning of the episode, Monica is, like, trying to, like, jab out all the ice in the... Because the, mm-hmm. the freezer's, like, frosted over. Yeah. Gets ice on her eye. Yep. Goes to the eye doctor and sees her ex-boyfriend, Tom Selleck's son, Michael Vartan. Oh, no. But he's hot. <laughs> he is very hot. And she's like, ooh, he's hot. I want to fuck him. And then I did and love the Michael line... Vartan. Was it a Rachel's line of... Why is it sick? Because it's Richard's son. It's like inviting a Greek tragedy over for dinner. That's a really good line. That's a really good line. Really good line for Rachel. Yeah. And I was was like, that's slightly out of character for her. But also I like that... I'm glad she got it. Is she Greek in the the show? I know Jennifer Aniston is Greek. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I, don't I mean, I'm honestly not even sure if she's Jewish or not. Yeah, that's true. Because they're very vague on her. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, but in this episode, they do a, they, they reaffirm that, like, Ross is like, I'm going to be getting Monica a Hanukkah present, yeah. Um, because that's the C-plot, is Phoebe suggests everyone do Secret Santa because mm-hmm. both Monica and Phoebe are underemployed because they're starting off their catering business, mm-hmm. and so they're like, just do Secret Santa. And then it is uncovered that Rachel always returns everything that everyone gives her, which then makes Ross so angry and dickish 
so possessive. Oh my god! Even two like a, a year shit. after they've broken up. Oh, I was like gross. Uh, and so Rachel has to prove to him like, no, I do keep the things that matter, which includes a million year old fossil from the first time they fucked in the museum. <laughs> I mean, that's not a very old fossil. No, no, it's only a million years. But it's yeah. If it was a dinosaur fossil, which I think is implied. Yeah, because it was. It looked like it looked kind of like a like a. Either, I guess it was like a tooth. Like a tooth. Like yeah. a tooth. But didn't they have sex in like the people, like they, the ancient humans? Well, they had sex twice. They had the first time. They first had sex in the planetarium because oh, okay. he played the Chris Isaac. Uh, no, I wanna fall in love. <laughs> uh, that. Oh, it was so good, Brett. Um, while the stars were rolling, and then he rolled over on the juice box, and Rachel was like, "Oh, it's it's fine." I didn't prematurely ejaculate. That's what they couldn't. Oh. That's what they couldn't say. <laughs> that's what me in fifth grade didn't understand or yeah. sixth grade. Um, <laughs> but then they woke up the next morning because they have sex in the planetarium, and then mm. it like fades out, and then fades back up on them in one of like the Neanderthal yeah. displays because all the kids are like looking in on them. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. So that's I guess, what I remember. Yeah. So it must not have been. It might not be a tooth. It might be like an ancient like carving tool or something. It looked like it was supposed to be, like, a yeah, dinosaur tooth. That's also just, like, a problem with this show. Not like, t- what continuity. Is his, like, what is <laughs> he's Ross's, like, His job is dinosaurs. Like, but then there are also times that he's, like, an expert in ancient humans. Yeah. And, like, it's like, this is, none of that is accurate. But are he, you a teacher? Are you a research, like, what is your deal, man? I have in my <laughs> notes, Ross is a shit. I mean, we can start by talking about the C-plot of yeah. the, the Secret Santa and that. I said Ross is a shit. Yeah, he is. I think. I mean, I think. I think it's a, a testament to David Schwimmer as an actor that like we sort of didn't think of like no. Ross as being such a horrible person because he's like pretty charming yeah. as him. Um, but like when you just kind of divorce that from like that charm from him, you're like, oh, you're a shitty, insecure. Like, yeah. asshole of a person who very rarely, like, genuinely, like, is learns nice. from anyone. Learns from anyone, or is nice to anyone. Yeah. And there's a... Because I, I have a problem with latter half of Friends because the characters all get whittled down to these, like, major One archetypes. Yeah, yeah. And Ross is... I mean, the show leans into... Ross becomes a psychopath. Like, yeah. a maniac. Yeah. Like, the Thanksgiving... The post-Thanksgiving episode, like, two years after this is the Moistmaker sandwich thing... Where he, like, takes the turkey sandwich into work the next day, someone else eats it, and then things escalate to where he loses his job because he, like, accosts co-workers because he accuses them of eating his moist maker sandwich. Don't call your sandwich Exactly. Fucking Ross. But there's a moment in this episode where, like, they're having Thanksgiving dinner and Rachel, like, asks someone to, like, Ross, could you pass me the yams? Sure. Oh, and Joey's got the mashed potatoes if you want to exchange them. This is that's the moment that Money. finally makes Rachel like be like fuck this. Fuck you, boo. Out. <clears throat> yeah, he's a dick. He really is. But I, I mean, what do you think of Rachel exchanging things? I mean, uh, I think it's, a, it's such a shitty thing to get mad about. Like, I think it's one of those things. On the one hand, I don't know. On the one hand, when you have, like, when someone gives you something because they think about you and you're like, yeah. I think that you would like this. And then you're like, oh my gosh, thank you. I think most people, or maybe not most people, but I think a lot of people would be like, oh, 
oh, thanks for this garbage in yeah. my house that I feel too guilty to get rid of. And I still, you still have it. I and still you have it, yeah. you know? Um, my aunt, who's like the nicest, she's the so sweet. Um, she works for like one of those companies that like um, puts their like, puts branding on like knickknacks and like gimcrack yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, and she sent me for something like a big care package thing for St. Patrick's Day. Um, and one of them was like this like uh, a leprechaun pen that like has little boxing arms, <laughs> like two little arm things, and they like have little like orange boxing gloves. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. And it has like green eyes that light up when you hit the when like you hit the arms yeah. to like do pun. It doesn't make any sense. And I was like, oh, this is so fun. So finally, I yeah. But I was like, this is garbage. I have garbage in my house, and yep. I don't want this garbage in my house. Um, but like, I mean, that's a little bit weird because I should include like a gift receipt for me to return it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I guess if she just didn't lie about it, I guess people wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah, well, there, there's a like whole unspoken. I feel like it's there's a lot of dickishness. I mean, from my point of view, of giving presents is you yeah. give the present and then you never ask about it. Yeah, and you never, because it is super yeah. shitty to be like, "Hey, I haven't noticed you worn that sweater I gave yeah. you a couple." Right. That that that's yeah. a weird because that that's just yeah. projecting a whole bunch of awkwardness on your friend that you gave yeah. a thing to. I think you just have to silently be like, "Yeah, it's fine. I'll yeah. try better, or I'll give like just." The fact that they all make a deal of it. I a very specific personality type that follows up yeah, on a gift. which Ross. Yeah. I can kind of see. Well, he's yeah. the... Chandler has... Well, who knows? Phoebe's the one that knows this. Phoebe knows it. Which I can see. Phoebe is very perceptive. Yeah, and she just notices what and everyone also, does. Phoebe like, wouldn't make a big deal about it. Yeah. I don't think in any way. No, but she's just like... she's also She is also annoyed by it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Because every yeah. year, like, since I moved to New York, my family would, every now and then they would get me things that's just like, this is great, but the limited space of New York means that I cannot have every oversized hardcover Marvel encyclopedia that Aww. exists. And it's always like, this is so sweet, but it's yeah. also like, I have I have nowhere no, to put yeah. this. Like, it's bigger than any shelves in Ooh, my mini. Like, yeah. So they, they end up, like, I have to throw them away or give them away yeah. or, you know, and it sucks, but yeah. you know, they don't ask about it. I don't yeah. bring it up and I don't guilt either party. <laughs> yeah. I think my mom does that. She does like, she will follow up on stuff and she gives really horrible. It is Like weird. very thoughtful, but like, just like, why? This is it not, weird? I don't that... want this. What does it Ugh. say about Rachel that she's kept her ex, like a sentimental, a sentimentality box from her ex boyfriend that they've been broken up for about a year I think now. A lot of people have like a box, yeah, for like each person. I, I think that from sitcoms, from sitcoms, I've taught me. <laughs> I've that's I've been taught. I still that have that's a thing. Uh, my the longest relationship I had before my husband, he had bought me a nice like tie for Valentine's Day, but then uh -huh. I dumped him like the week before Valentine's Day. Oh no. And I think he gave it to me anyway. Like, he mailed it to me or something. Aww. So I still have that. Because and it, it's probably it's somewhere. And, and I have it because, like, it was it made me feel so sad. Yeah. Because <laughs> he included, like, a note about, like, I wanted you to have this anyway. Aww. I'm sorry about the relationship. And I, so, like, made me feel <laughs> oh, so <God>. sad. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, like, but that's, I mean, in terms of exes, like, that's all I've kept. Yeah. Because it's, like, everything else is, like, that's awkward. But it's, I like, that in, I would fall... In, in Maybe I finally, I might have world. finally thrown that away after keeping it for like eight or nine years, which yeah. I feel like is a nice amount of time. Yeah, that's a pl that's plenty of time. 
That's the amount of time you'd keep, like, a regular tie. Yeah. You're like, I don't so like I this tie. I mean, I never wore it either. I just always stayed in, a, in my closet. I was like, because, oh, like, I wasn't going to wear, like, the tie that my ex gave me right after we lived. Weird. So. Yeah. But also, Rachel still has to be friends with Ross. So, yeah. it's like he's still. It's the title of, of the, the show. Sitcom. And they have to work through it. And the show actually yeah. did make them work through it, which I is why I love this show. Yeah, that's true. So, the B plot, more significant, is the Monica. <laughs> Oedipus are like that's no. Is so this a uh, is this Oedipus or no? Oedipus is having sex with a mother. It's not, I mean it's like it's a, a reverse, Greek tragedy. It's yeah. a reverse Oedipus. Yeah. What's the other one? Cassandra? No. Uh, in- Antigone. What's uh, that? Antigone is um, if it's the one I'm thinking of. That's a, uh, I think that's, that Lady Oedipus. Uh, Clinton Astra. I think so. If it's oh, I'm blanking on this, and Sebastian's gonna be very disappointed in us. <laughs> I um, know. So, if it's the one I'm thinking of, so there's Agamemnon, who, mm, yeah. and Agamemnon, like, sacrifices uh, his, one of his daughters um, to the gods, because he's, like, one of them. I want to say Athena comes to him and says, like, the only way you'll win, that, like, the Greeks will, like, triumph over Troy, is if you sacrifice. And I think that's, so it's Agamemnon, and then I think Antigone... I don't remember who Antigone I know it's, it's, is. I've it's read a Antigone, score. too. Yeah, I mean, I have to. I feel like it's a vengeful woman. Yeah. Because then, <laughs> well, like, Agamemnon's wife, who's, like, the, the mother of that of the girl, who I think is Clinton Astor, but maybe I'm making that up, um, like, is super mad. And I yeah. think they end up killing Agamemnon when he comes back or something like that. Um, it's high drama stuff. Yeah. Which is what we get we'll in this We'll just call plot. it a reverse... A reverse Oedipus, Oedipus. because it's, that's pretty cool. I love, um, so she gets the eye, she gets uh, ice in her eye, and then Chandler has the line of like, Oh, you know, I can't, it really kills. Well, maybe you should put some ice on it. I, I think did. he didn't actually mean it as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of the very few, like, smart-ass Chandler responses that he just genuinely was like, Oh, you should put ice on it. Everyone's so like, he put, fuck I, you. He was like, <laughs> he's like a really, like, full moment of like yeah. go fuck yourself you There's, stupid uh this is an episode that does that is very 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 phoebe light but she yeah. is the one who, she has so many quotes in this episode that i just remember yeah. and i've remembered for 10 years now yeah um when she's on like they're like you need to go see an eye doctor she's like i can't go see an eye doctor richard's my eye doctor and they're like we'll we'll call him like we need to we need to see someone and they're like what's the number and she's like speed dial seven which i think is a funny thing but then mm-hmm. when phoebe's on the phone Hi. Yeah, I'm calling on behalf of Monica Geller's eye. And is, um, is Richard Burke in today? He's out of town, but does she want to see the on-call doctor? Yes! Yes! She's very excited about that. <laughs> so good. I love that. Uh, like, yeah. And then great. after she meets uh, Tim, is it Tim? Tim or Tom? Tim, I think. Tim. Yeah. After she meets Tim... Monica goes back and is like, I'm going to invite him. And everyone's like, this is crazy. And I love, she's like, Monica turns to Phoebe. Like, come on, this is fine, right? And then I love Phoebe's line of, come on, Phoebe, you understand, don't you? Yeah, I could see where I'd be your best shot, but no. I think about that line (laughs) at least once a week. Wow. Like, that line, I could see, mm, because it's such a great self-aware moment of Phoebe Mm -hmm. of like, I could see where I'd be your best shot. But no. no. Also, I think this is gross. (laughs) Yeah. So, no. That moment also has one of my favorite things about Friends, which I think is a running theme of the Thanksgiving episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the the round robin roll call of grievances or embarrassing facts yes. that come out. Yes, that was very funny. Where Monica is, oh, what are all of theirs? Uh, well, so she's like, they're kind of like, this is gross, you can't do this. And she's like, oh. Fine, judge all you want to, but married a lesbian, left a man at the altar, fell in love with a gay ice dancer, threw a girl's wooden leg in the fire, live in a box. <laughs> yeah, live in a box, live in a box for Chandler. It was it good. Is- it's really good. Um, uh, Monica, uh, Courtney Cox gets to do a lot of really subtle, good physical comedy stuff mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's the moment when they are, like, when they're out on the balcony and mm-hmm. she kisses Matthew Vaughn, mm-hmm. Michael Vartan. Matthew Vaughn is a director. Yeah, it's a different person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, his name was Vaughn on Alias. Yes, that makes sense. So and his name of... is Vartan. So it's yeah, like Vartan. Yeah, it's all over the place. Lots of V-A sounds. Um... Who was he? He is also he he was he dated uh, Jennifer Garner. Oh really? He was like oh rough. yes yes yes. I he was like that. ladder number two on her like client because she was yeah. with Scott Foley, then Michael Vartan, oh, yes. then Ben Affleck. I think after I think they're like the trigger. yeah. She's like super religious. Yeah, I she's read that like, big article. Yeah, about yeah. Her. <laughs> I didn't know a lot of that. She seems she is super. Close with Victor Garber, so that means she's probably okay with gay people, so therefore I'm fine. Okay, that's <laughs> That's cool. like, that's my yeah. train of thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she uh, seems like one of those, like, really, like, sweet Christian yeah, people. a good one. Who you're just kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. But then, uh, uh, like, some level, you're like, oh, okay. Please don't be just like, ah, okay, cool, 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 cool. <sighs> Please don't be, judge me yeah, like be cool. other people. Uh, like, Thanksgiving's like, fun, oh boy. Don't be cool. Be cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, they have, they, they kiss on the balcony. Mm-hmm. And then they go in for it again, and she really, goes... Like, he goes back he, in, to, uh, and she's just, like, that, like, very subtle push pullback. And it's shot cool, too, because, yeah. like, it's just over his shoulder on her face, and she's, like, into it, and then, like, her face kind of freezes, <laughs> and then they finish, like, that, and, she, and he goes back, and she's like, no, It's a cool, like, her shoulders shrug up into her cheeks, into, like, her neck, and then she's like, ugh. And it's, like, really, it's it's really subtle, too. Like, it's just like, ugh. <laughs> and then it does, yeah. and then they have that great reveal of like, yeah, it was really a lot like your dad. Yeah. And then it like dissolves into like a time lapse later where he's gone finally, and she's just on the couch. They're all watching, I guess, football, and she just does a like a full body shudder. <laughs> she like remembers, like, oh no, I kissed a boy and also his dad, and, and it it's was like so. That. It's yeah. such a good like physical moment from her. Yeah, I, yeah, I just love it. Funny. Can we talk about what she's wearing? Um, it's like a velvet tank top underneath of like see-through a sheer maroon red. it's all like a maroony purpley yeah hashtag the 90s you oh guys. god and she's like yeah. and also like tight black capris or like I no they're, they're, they're not capris but they're I like they're just tight black jeans they're that 90s style of pant though like yeah. that late 90s style of pants where's mid 90s that's like tight yeah like it's yeah. a 96 right so yeah like the tight kind of mid-waist high yeah. those are actually like not super 90s or I guess they are 90s. They look very much like a 1990. Like that came back, like yeah. in the late 2000s. So yeah, they're like, like that. very Cheryl Crow. Like she's wearing like a Cheryl Crow music video outfit. Is yeah, I can see of. that. Yeah, her hair is also like very bad. Yeah, and that's in this. I guess probably the whole season. Well, and it's funny because is... like Rachel's hair is like different, right? It's not the Rachel. No, it's now like pretty straight and like a little bit feathered. Yeah, and she has like a kind of a pulled back bang, which is cute. But then, like, 
Courtney Cox's hair is just like so bad. It's, well, it's like, weird because this is it's season so different, but it's still so bad. This is season four, so yeah. like season one, she has her like kind of like big feathery yeah. like nineties hair. Mm-hmm. Season two is when she goes to get the Demi Moore haircut, but she gets a Dudley Moore haircut from Phoebe. So season two, she has like a kind of shortish pixie cut. Okay. Season three, I'm insane that all this is coming back to me right now. Yep. Season is three is when she has kind of it's when she has the first. I think it's like a shoulder length or like bottom of the neck like straight middle yeah. part yeah yeah yeah. because i'm because season three is when she's with john favreau and yeah. i'm remembering like that's what she yes. did like then yeah it's it's an asymmetrical bob <laughs> yeah this longer at the front but then this season four hair is like the dudley moore hair but like more yeah like, it's, it's like just a bigger it's like a night it's a uh North Carolina mom hair. Yeah. Minus the oh, blonde <clears throat> bang and like off yeah. the back. <laughs> I want to talk about Paget Brewster's hair. Yeah, that was also because that was because like yeah. I mean, it's a terrible color. Right. When but Kat- then it's also the shape is very bad. When Kathy, when we see Kathy in this episode, in general, I'm like, she looks like she definitely looks like a cool girl. Like yeah. her clothes look cool. She looks cool. She's got a cool vibe. That's why Chandler fell for her. Mm. But then she has this Paige Davis mom hair. That looks, doesn't age yeah. well. No. At I all. I think it was maybe, like, maybe that was pretty in at the time. I think, I mean, this was also a good, like, five years before Paige Davis happened. Yeah. So, like, this is, like, that hairstyle was very new. Yeah. That, like, very boyish, like, it's just, messy. like, there's a lot of volume. The color is, like, it's that really fake, like, Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, like, like, from, that was, like, big at the time. Um, and it's just, <laughs> like, ugh. And also, I think, like, she doesn't look great with that tone. Like, I no. think her hair... It looks... It, her natural hair color, I'm assuming, is darker than that, because that's usually what her hair is. Yeah. Um, and that would be better. Just let her have dark hair. To transition to the A-plot, yes. I want to talk about what Chandler was wearing, mm. because, like, like Chandler had... It's like a bowling shirt, right? He loves like bowling ra- shirts. It's like a rayon bowling shirt. He's always wearing them bowling shirts. The color combination is like this... I wrote down, it's like a clay slash lime. Yeah. Because it's like this clay, muddy, like... It's like a it's orangish like an brown. brown, and then the middle section the is middle like section yellowy. Is like, a, like a yellowy, like lime green it's crayon. It's very bad. And then it's he's wearing dad jeans and white sneakers. Yeah. Like, I actually, I saw sneakers. I'm like, oh, I like his sneakers. <laughs> that was, like, the thing I liked. And then the rest it's the like, thing of, like, no. because I relate to Chandler. Like, Chandler's my entry point into this show. Mm-hmm. That when when I see him, I'm like, I would not wear that. So, therefore, that doesn't feel true to this character. <laughs> which is a oh, dumb... this is ridiculous. How dare this character that's not me not dress like me? Because <laughs> uh, oh, I did go so through a bowling funny. shirt. Of course I went through a bowling shirt phase yeah, when I was... Or at... At, like, this time, like, I was, like, <laughs> Chandler Bing and Brad Sherwood from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Like, oh I Oh, my want... God, of course he did. <laughs> I was like, Christ. that's what I want. Brad Sherwood, oh, my God, <laughs> fucking nerd. I had a, um, oh I would God. go to Gadzooks. I had a black and gray bowling shirt. And What's then Gadzooks? I... Oh, Gadzooks was, like, Hot Topic before Hot Topic was Hot Topic. Okay. Gadzooks, it was had... a mall store. I don't know if it, we... I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it would, they were, they were in San Diego, too, because I remember going to the Gadzooks in San Diego. Gadzooks was where I would go, and I would get, like, my caffeine brand shirts. Or this caffeine one shirt. Caffeine brand? It was, the brand was called Caffeine. I don't remember And then this. the logo was, like, like this, like, really crazy, like, caffeine, but in, like, crazy font. Oh, God. I don't um, remember that at all. And then I had a shirt that was basically a FedEx employee shirt. <laughs> it was gray, and it had, like, the oh, blue, God. the navy, and orange stripe. I had that. 
That's where I got all my Hawaiian shirts there. Yeah, that makes sense. My bowling shirts. I think maybe in the Northeast we just had Spencer Gifts. Gadzooks is basically like a Spencer's Gifts and a Hot Topic had a baby. Was it like more clothes? It was all clothes. It was a clothing store. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I think Spencer Gifts and Hot Topic are like, they have some clothes, but mostly it's it's like like weird stuff. It's like married those aesthetics and it's a clothing store. Okay, all right. Gadzooks is the funny funny sibling of PacSun, who's cool. Yeah, I was going to say. Because I would go to PacSun and Gadzooks, and PacSun was more skater cool. Yeah, skater close. Gadzooks is more like skater jokester mm-hmm. like gadzooks okay. would have gi joe joke t-shirts which i bought all of yeah you did i bet you did pack sun would have the like hawaiian shirts and shit yeah. or the I, I had a period where i was like i'm gonna be a I'm not be a skater but i love that i was very bad at that <laughs> i like i like rollerblading but i was like i'm not getting on that piece of wood with wheels that's not what i'm no. gonna do but i did like for a whole year i just like pretty much just shopped at like pack sun and then there's like another there's another store and i can't remember the name of it um that had like also skater clothes but it was like slightly classier like it was less like it was like slightly cooler versions of stuff um but yeah that that was what i did for a year and more kind of like baggy-ish like wide jeans not like jingo wide no it's not a nice in between but like also because i had a really hard time finding clothes that fit this is what happens when you're like parents don't like shopping and like growing up all of your clothes come from a big plastic bag of clothes that other people don't want. Oh man, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also to keep in mind, I was the oldest. <laughs> that should and not I, have been. I only wore hand-me-downs until I found out about the mall. Wow, yeah. That is ins- that just means like people in the neighborhood who had clothes they didn't want anymore. My parents were like, "Yeah, we'll take them." Just <laughs> like, "What? What a weird like what?" It's just, it's bizarre on a level that, like, I was like, <laughs> growing up, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, how did this I wear, how, how did this I wear, how this works. like, hand-me-downs, I was the first grandkid, it's not like there were other, like, cousins or whatever. Yeah, that's weird. I was, like, how, how? Which friend would you like parents? to get hand-me-down clothes from? Um, like, I mean, this episode, I... Rachel is basically wearing a, is it like a black rib turtleneck and like a gray wool skirt? Like it's, it's not wool though. It's like definitely like, like rayon or something. Yeah. It's like, it moves around too much to be a wool. It's not classy enough to be a wool skirt. Right. It's, it's also, like a darker It's November, gray. man. Yeah. Like put some cute tights under there. Right. It's cold and in New York. Phoebe's wearing something blue. Like the other ones aren't really wearing anything distinct. Yeah. I guess I would probably do Phoebe's clothes just because they would be flowier. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah, I mean they're fun. I mean, I guess Chandler, but I would have to get those jeans. Take God, those jeans are horrible. Ugh. I don't. I honestly don't. Can't even remember the jeans. They're, they're, they're a like, light wash, and they're like they're a little bit. Is they like a little bit baggy? And yeah. it's like that's ugh. I think it was illegal to wear dark wash jeans yeah. in the nineties. They wouldn't even sell them to you. Um. So the A plot is the Chandler in a box plot. Yeah, Chandler's uh, in a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's very. It's funny. really great. And they have a box because I guess Chandler bought. Yeah, Chandler guilt bought a whole bunch because I mean that—that's the fun thing about the Chandler Joey apartment is like the waves that like shitty original furniture and then like Joey's now on a soap furniture which all then gets stolen Stolen. and then they have the white trash lawn furniture for a while and then and then Joe and then Chandler kisses Kathy and then he like refurnishes the apartment and then Joey 
Oh, I don't know. When they they might. They might chairs? keep that. They might keep that furniture. Actually, yeah, Joey might pack it up, but they might not get rid of it. I don't it. think they do. Because was that the era of the two armchairs? Because yeah, he bought those two. Yeah, he bought. Okay. That's what I think. That's when he got it. Okay. Um. And then there's like the yellow couch in the back, which they right. get later. Um, well, and then the weird, dog, like, the dog, dog stays. Yeah. The dog is from Joey getting the Days of Our Lives money. Oh, really? And oh, then okay. that's like the one thing he can't part with. Like, or, yeah. or he might part with it and the channel like buys it back of like, we'll keep this because mm-hmm. thank you for whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he feels bad about the, all the stuff getting stolen. Um, so the mm-hmm. channel is in this like giant box and... That we don't know what came in. No. Like he was it like might putting have been, like, like... It could have been the pink, uh, the uh, foosball table yeah, box, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's what it, If he's putting like legs in it. <laughs> Um, it's like a, screwed off legs yeah. from like a something or other, but they weren't tall enough to be the foosball table legs. They're just kind of like a gen- generic wooden box. Yeah, it's, a know, big, it's like a cartoon how, like, box. Yeah, it's like no furniture comes in a giant wooden, wooden box, no. even in the 90s. No. Like that, that no one was wasting. That's like what you would mail normal into Abu Dhabi is a giant wooden box like that. It's, it's a cartoon. Yes. <laughs> yep. Good reference. Yeah. That's uh, such a specific... <laughs> So weird, dude. Every time I think of boxes, that's what I think of. Yeah. Boxes with air holes. Yeah. Um, so, like, Matthew Perry's performance in the box. Yes. Which, do we think he was actually in there? Yeah, I think so. I was wanting to... I meant to look up to see if he... Ugh, I should have done this before. Because it's definitely, like, it's Matthew Perry relatively healthy, right? We're not in a Oh, yeah, this is, this is, um, this is, like, peak. This is good. Yeah. Because season two it... is when he's super, like... Drug skinny. Yeah. And then I think, like, season, I think right after this, like, five or, like, I think, like, six might be when he, like, balloons yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, So this is a good season for him. Yeah, he looks healthy. He doesn't look ill. I'm trying to see if, because I feel like I've always thought that Matthew Perry was hosting SNL this week, and that's why. Oh. But. I guess Saturday. it could be. But then I'm like, that doesn't but work, because like they would still have to shoot it. the episode, and he would have yeah. to, like, be there and then cut out, or they'd have to, like, shoot it on two nights, which, like, I don't think they would do that either. It wasn't, he was only in, like, in the box for, like, two scenes, fully, you know? Like, yeah. for, for an episode called Chandler in a Box, like, he's only in it for a little the while. The second half. Um, so I don't think so. I think that was, like, probably one what day of I, shooting, it's like, I wait, What season did I say this was? What season date? four. Uh, I want to say November 20th, 1997. 97? So this is oh, 97, right, 98 seasons. That's season... Ugh, I should have done this before. Season 23. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hosts. Sylvester Sloan, Matthew Perry was week two. Matthew Perry hosted on October 4th, 1997. So that could have been when they filmed it. So, yeah. yeah that's still only the one day. Because they is... filmed in L.A., right? Yeah, they shot this in L.A., SNL's yeah, in New so, York, so it is weird. Like, I don't know. I don't think that's enough time. They would have had to, I mean, it might have been a, it, it might have been a thing of just give Matthew Perry less to do so that he's, like, he might not have been around for, like, the table read or something. Yeah, like, maybe just give him less been, to like, do. Yeah, one, because to me that seemed, it sounds like maybe one day of shooting was those two scenes, right? Because they yeah. didn't shoot chronologically or anything, did they? Well, I mean, they did in front of a lot. I mean, like, normally I would, they would do it live in front of an audience, like, like a stage play. Really? The night of. Like, oh, one, really? over one night. Like, you know. They might have done it differently for this one. Or, I mean, I, I think what is more likely, I think, is that he wasn't going to be around for, like, a lot of rehearsal or, like, blocking. Yeah, maybe. So, like, just, he's not going to be around for blocking, so he'll block those the first half of the episode. Yeah. He can go off to SNL, come back, and then... SNL's a whole week, though. Yeah. It's Monday through Saturday. Maybe it's like he had to leave early. 
all we know is that he Red spends is half still of this... convinced that that is well why. it is well there are two things I think we know it's less likely. he spends half an episode in a box and also yeah. he hosted snl yeah. around the same time so like but i don't know that they would have filmed wouldn't they have filmed this over the summer Right? I mean, this would have been... They shoot and then air fairly soon after. So if they shot this on October 4th, this would have aired November 20th. I don't know. That's also so early. I feel like a November 20th episode they would have shot late October. Really? Yeah. I mean, the the turnaround is pretty tight. I mean, currently, like, Will and Grace, the new season, they shoot a good, like, three weeks. They made... They've... They had an episode that made a, um, like, Karen threw a roll of paper towels and called the person catching it Puerto Rico. <laughs> well, because Karen's a racist, so, like, that yeah, makes sense. No, but no, still, no, like, I I, like I, when that happened, I, like, paused the episode and asked my coworker, like, when did they shoot this? Because that yeah. Puerto Rico thing, like, they literally, like, saw that on the news and then did it that night. Like, oh, wow. they, like, they turned it around wow. fast. So I think that they still probably turned it around fast, but I also don't think that they would have, I don't think there's, like, a two-month waiting period in yeah. between. So I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But still, Matthew Perry spends half the episode in the box. Yes, and we're convinced it was because he was hosting SNL. Um, which musical, musical guest was Oasis. Oh, so it's, oh, I remember. Oh. So it's a double double trouble. I remember that episode yeah, because you do. it's like this is the Be Here Now tour for Oasis. Like oh, wow. they did Acquiesce and Don't Go Away. Oh, and that version of Acquiesce was on the um, SNL 25 Years of Music CD that did came they out. actually do a good job with the sound in that episode? Uh, for them, I mean, I like that version of Acquiescence. It's pretty yeah. Good. Um, I, my, mine was more like a, a burn on the SNL sound. It usually it's sounds bad. Their music, their music usually sounds bad. I don't bad. understand how it can always sound bad. Yeah. And the, the house band doesn't usually sound bad. No. But they just, like, mix the, the musical and it's like usually very the, weird. The, the bass is insane, and then there's no mid, and yeah. then somehow there's also no treble. <laughs> so how, how is it? It's just so weird. It's it always uh, sounds bad, and then it makes me think like, am, and I know that because like when I watch the bands I like do it, I'm like, that's not how that anything. sounds at all. And I remember when um, uh, was it Carmen? Remember her? She had she was like that weird like uh YouTube star, uh. um, and she had like a weird little hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. her like boyfriend slash like I don't know, but they like had them on SNL. I think it was like it that. was like Lauren Michaels' first like foray into like all right, all right I guess do we'll do this whole YouTube thing, and they were so bad. <laughs> it was, so, and I just think about how terrible both of the songs were like all the time. I think about that all the time. It was just such a terrible performance, and it's like yeah, some people aren't good at performing live if they haven't performed yeah, live. If they haven't done that ever. Ever. And they're just, like, weird YouTube stars who do, like, tutorials about their dumb bangs. Oh, God, I hate it. But what is uh, startling is how Mm -hmm. good Matthew Perry is at performing from inside a box. Yeah. Because he sells so many great lines. Yeah. That's very funny. There's a, you can't tell right now. You can't tell, but I'm trying to break the tension by mooning you guys. Very good. Very good. Uh, Also, the whole, like, the reasons are threefold. The meaning of the box is threefold. One... Me the time to think about what I did. Two, it proves how much I care about my friendship with Joey. And three, it hurts. It's good. It's yeah. very funny. Air was, hole, air hole. Air hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny. He does a good job. He's good. What was that show he did on NBC that got canceled after two oh, seasons? So many. Well, he did one. 
um, Mr. Sunshine, where he worked mm-hmm. at a convention center. He did no. was it Go On? Yes, Go where On. Where he was in a self help. It was like it, a, no, it was a support group for support grief. Group. Right after his wife died. Right, and it's <laughs> such a good show. He doesn't. Then he was on a couple for a couple years. Like that's the first oh, one. He's, right, yeah, right, he's right. Last, and that was like three or four years. So I forgot yeah. that that was a show. But lots of shows that I forget are shows and that run. Would, I mean, like, I love how this is quintessential Joey logic. Mm-hmm. Like, it all makes total sense in Joey yeah. logic. Yeah, because he was stuck in the entertainment center yeah. for six hours, so that's an, um, the amount of time that Chandler needs to be stuck in something. And is that a different entertainment center? Isn't Don't they still that's have that? That's the entertainment center that uh, Chandler bought to make up for the Kathy, oh. I think. Because they, so wait, I'm confused though. Because why? So the entertainment center wasn't stolen because Joey was in it. And they sold it. They, they there was an episode where they were trying to sell it, uh, and that's when and it's I too think big? someone might have come and bought it. Okay, but it, it, it's like it's that's it's the huge. big one. Yeah, that's the big one. The yeah. one that's too big and it covers the doors. The door, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and also from building it where the door gets cut in half, <laughs> and that door stays cut in half for I think like the rest of the show. That's great. That's I love like this is why it shows. Like keep those things up. Yeah. We there's nothing that's more satisfying than that. And those runners. Then and like, I love that. Then like something that's really tiny. That then like I, so I, re- I rewatched New Girl recently, and like the episode at the end or like at the end of season five, I guess when Coach moves to New York and yeah. he takes the glass grapes. <laughs> like he's like, what are these? They're just glass grapes. They bring the whole room together. <laughs> like, but that they're in. They're 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 there in the living room the whole time. Yeah, and I never really like noticed the glass grapes <laughs> until then, and it's just like I don't know. I know that's not quite like a runner because but it's still, just like, there. I love like when you. But it's like no, they've the been world. there the whole time, and then he just they, like the magnadoodle. The magnadoodle. The magnadoodle is a good example of like it yeah. doesn't exist for a while, then it like comes in, and then it starts like, and then it becomes a thing where yeah. like, every week you look to see like, was the magnadoodle say this? Time? Yeah, uh, I. I, I really love how serious Joey takes it, too. Because he gets really, like... There's, like, a weird noise from outside. That, oh, man. He, I don't know what it is. Uh, Joey has, a, like, he gets really, like, you're not taking it seriously. Like, he yeah. gets, like, Joey angry, and yeah. it works really well. Yeah. Because, like, Chandler is being Chandler and, like, making a joke out of it. Yeah. And he's like, no, you are taking this seriously, or we're not going to be friends. And then Kathy comes and by important. to, like, say goodbye because she was... I love the looks about Kathy and Michael Vartan give when they walk in. And like, <laughs> that's, that's uh, what's this? Why what's is there a person? How horrifying would that be? That would be, be the, I'd be like, oh, you know what? I gotta go. <laughs> this is... I can't be here for a reason that's not because a person's in a box. And the five, uh, but rather a okay different with reason. That. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Like, I would I immediately love, leave. I love that runner joke of the two people. And then Kathy comes and like, says goodbye. Chandler is like, sticking to the rules. He's not saying anything. Yep. And then when she turns away to leave, great finger acting. Great just a one finger out, one finger poke, poke, out, poke, and he's just waving goodbye. <laughs> and it's great with his. And then Joey oh, yeah. lets him out to uh, run after. Yeah, her. And I wanted to. Sweet. I wanted to wrap up, but I needed to ask this major question because we're okay. talking about a Friends Thanksgiving episode. Okay, classic. This is a very classic. good one. I think it hits on some good Thanksgiving things yeah. of like Thanksgiving episodes are good for people airing interpersonal beef and yeah. like dealing with shit, which is what yeah. Thanksgiving is subtly about. Uh-huh. But the main question I always have with every Friends Thanksgiving is. Why aren't they with their parents? It's so true. I feel, like, I feel like we either talked about this like we talked two about this regularly at like Friendsgiving, yeah, because we watched a bunch of the Thanksgiving episodes. But it's season like, one, they justify, and they oh, really? they all have like 
reasons why Rachel's parents are in veil. Yes, like right, Joey, right. Joe, Joey can't go because he did that that VD ad, and all of his family thinks oh, he has VD. Yes, 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 Chandler yes. hates Thanksgiving, so he's yes, obviously he not going to go. He always hates Thanksgiving. Um, That's then, like justified yeah, the whole time. Yeah, it's not clear why. And then Phoebe's parents, like Phoebe, doesn't have really a family, so obviously, yeah. so yeah, Chandler and Phoebe, they got exam, yeah. they got reasons, but but like Ross and Monica, their parents live on Long Island. So right? do Rachel's. So, so do Chandler's. Like, they're so. Oh wait, I thought it was. Because oh, Chandler his... went to a neighboring high school because he heard about the Rachel but rumor. But did his parents... His parents might have moved. Yeah, because his, oh, his dad, dad lives in, I think... His dad lives in Las, Las Vegas, Vegas and his mom... Do you know where moved. his mom lives? Um, I don't know. I assumed his parents were elsewhere yeah. in terms of like... So that's why. Because they're not together. And I, I assume they weren't still in Long Island. No. But it doesn't make any sense why Joey isn't with his family yeah. and... His like, huge, his huge yeah. Catholic, like Italian, Italian family. Italian family. Like, they would... I They'd think, be not and also, happy. Pat, it's in canon. Like, Joey cares about his family. Yeah. Like, you mess with his sisters. Yeah. He, like, gets you angry. Can't. So. And there's, like, a bunch of them. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah, it doesn't make any and sense. And they are never with, like, what is, yeah. like, what is the reason for this episode? There isn't one. They yeah. give none. Like, they're just all together. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's, like, a thing where it, it would be nice if it was justified more that they were doing their own Thanksgiving because... Like, they're a family, yeah. and for, specifically, like, or, you know, keeping in mind, like, Chandler and Phoebe's, like, this is how they're going to do it, yeah, you know? If they, like, they, our um, best friends will be alone if we are with Or just, like, have their families come out yeah. for it sometimes. Which, I mean, there's, there I are a couple of years one, where Monica par- yeah. and Ross's parents come out, come right? out and those yeah. are good ones. Yeah. That happens, I think, in two two seasons. Yeah, two three, there's definitely maybe. at least one. Uh, and then there's one year where, where Rachel's sister, I think Christine Applegate is in one of them. So mm-hmm. Rachel's sister comes over. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also, like, where Rachel's parents, her parents, Marlo yeah. Thomas and whatever his name is are never in yeah. these. I mean, I get they're busy actors. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But even, like, saying, like, I'm going out to my parents tomorrow. Yeah. Or even, like, a line. Yeah, just it's a line. so weird. Like, that's one of the reasons I think New Girl does really good Thanksgiving episodes is that, like... There, it doesn't make sense for because no one is actually from LA, right? Right? They're all from like either sure, the Midwest like York or, or like the East Coast. Portland so it's like it's like Chicago. It would not make sense for them to go home for Thanksgiving right. when they're almost all of them are going home in December. And they do know? episodes where they are actually all going home for yeah. Christmas, yeah. Mean, which is the which is actually the New York plight. That's for me. Yeah. Oh, I was like, well, I'm not going to fly home two months in a row, yeah. so I choose Christmas. That's everyone's. <clears throat> yeah. You know. I don't know. Let's move on to some episode trivia. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, this specific episode of Friends mm-hmm. was watched by 26.8 million people. That's a lot of people. Yep. Um... It was the number four show of the week. Did it air? Was that Thanksgiving? So November 20th. It would have that's been. That's close. Right? I mean, like, they would. It would be probably the week before. Because they. I don't think they would air. No, because Thanksgiving is the earliest it can be this year, which is the 23rd. Oh, okay. So I think, right. yeah, this was the. I think the, it's always rerun, reruns or a movie on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving night. Yeah. I remember because one year we went up to Maine for Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, it's Thursday. I get to watch ER. And then like, the no. ER wasn't on, and I was like, motherfucker! I was so <laughs> mad. Um, so the, so the top five shows of the week were, number five, Veronica's Closet. Oh, boy. Number four, Friends. Three, ER. Mm-hmm. Two, Seinfeld. Number one, What the Deaf Man Heard. What? <laughs> Is that a show? It was like a, a movie? Um, what, the, what the Deaf Man Heard, watched by 36.9 million people. Was a Hallmark movie starring Matthew Modine and James Earl Jones. The summary is, arriving in a new town, a child pretends to be deaf-mute to protect himself. A ruse which works so well that for 20 years he is a custodian to all the town's secrets. What a, what? And that's a TV movie. That was Hallmark, t- what? Yeah, and it, 30 it, million it, people that's, that's like, that. I, I, I totally buy, of course Hallmark would make that. Yeah. Of course. What I don't buy is that CBS would air it and 36 point, almost 37 million people would watch it. Making it the number one movie of the week, and it got nominated for a bunch of Golden Globes and Emmys. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, that's super weird. So that's weird as hell. I mean, maybe we all need to reinvestigate what the Deaf Man heard. I don't think we do. <laughs> I don't think. We do you do. remember watching what the Deaf Man heard? No, I definitely didn't. We didn't watch CBS. No, we did not watch CBS either. There was like I can't even think of a show on CBS. That I would I catch watched. the nanny every now and then. Oh, I love the nanny, but never while it was airing. Yeah, on it was reruns. only on uh, syndication. That's one of those shows that I don't know why I like it, but I find very, or I used to find Just, very, very soothing. Yeah. And anytime it was on, I'd watch. I want to do the nanny on this show, but it is not, you cannot find it literally anywhere. Really? It is nowhere to be found. Oh, that sucks. You might be able to, you might be able to buy DVDs, but it is streaming nowhere. It's not even for purchase anywhere. That sucks. It is re- so but good. it is rerunning on places. So. All right. Fran. Fran <sighs> Crusher, get us um, show. Uh, on IMDb, 2,708 users gave this particular episode a 9.2. Yeah, that makes sense. You go higher, lower on the money. No, I think that's that's accurate. Yeah, I think it's a really good episode of a very good sitcom. Yeah, I would I would say nine. I yeah. would maybe go like a solid nine, eight point nine nine. Uh, the box plot is so good. Yeah. Monica, the Phoebe lines, like everyone has a really good moments. Yeah, really good. No, I think it's a good one. Um, who would you say is the must see performance of the episode? Oh. That's where it gets super hard. I think I. Yeah. I think I'm thinking of two. I think it would be torn between Monica and Chandler, oh. me, to be honest. Yeah. Who do you choose? Oh, I have to choose. Go choose one. I have an Excel um, spreadsheet and I only have room oh for one. Oh my god, you nah. fucking nerd. <laughs> um, Monica. Ah, uh, good. Good, good physical comedy. Joey. You're going to say Joey? I'll, I'll say Joey. Yeah. Which I like because episode one we did Friends with Matt Little and mm-hmm. he chose Ross and I chose Rachel. So now mm. we have Monica and Joey. Joey... Has Matt LeBlanc has the hard task of I've got to play Joey, who yeah. is a simple person, but I have to filter all these kind of complex emotions. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. has to be like 
Although I bargaining, think he... angry, also be funny. Yeah. And like, when a, it's a I mean, it's big dumb arc, and it's yeah, nice. Yeah, it's, it's several things. I think it's actually like a benefit to have Joey be that, mm-hmm. having those char- those feelings, because he's just like, to him it's a betrayal. Yeah. And that's like, loyalty is like super important to him. Yeah. So I think it's... He's like, I've been betrayed. Oh, you know? That's a really, that's a really good moment that I didn't talk about already. When, when Vafanopoli, which means go to Naples. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like saying, I was like, I'm pretty sure. Joey says that, and then later on, Rachel says it too. Is it Ross? She uh, says it to someone. Vafanopoli. Yeah, I think so. And then Joey, I, she's sitting next to Joey, and Joey has this really good like. He's like that was good. Good. Like he like nudges her and is like, good yeah. work. She's like checks in. She's like, yeah. did I do it right? Yeah, you did it right. Good I job. don't like that's the kind of moment that I love about Friends. It's like I don't know if that was in the script. Yeah. That, that's the kind of thing that feels the realness of the characters. Mm-hmm. Like there's one like when Chandler walks into Monica and uh, Rachel's apartment for the first time. In his walk, talking about this fight with Joey, he like grabs Ross yeah. by the shoulders, like does a quick massage and keeps going. Yeah. It's, it's like. like those things are not written. Yeah, that's just nice. Those things are the actors, like, living in the moment, yeah. like... It's, uh, like, to bring, to say, to reference New Girl again, Yeah. but one of the things that's... One of my favorite things about that show is just the times that, like, the cast is entertained yeah. by some weird thing that someone's... There's one that, like, yeah. <laughs> Nick is just being super weird and saying something, and Schmidt is just laughing at him. Yeah. But it's, like, Max Greenfield is just, like, laughing at Jake Johnson being doing something weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, like... It's just very it's sweet. So and it's real. just like, what is this? What are you doing? No, no, no. You're like, good. Whatever it is, do it. And Friends and has those moments. What, you laugh at your friends when they're yeah. being silly. Ugh. You know, that's a real thing that humans do. And lastly, must other people see this episode? Mm-hmm. Should they? Yeah. Yes. Of course. Yeah, definitely. It's a good one. <clears throat> Especially because Thanksgiving is, like, coming up. Yeah, it's so. soon. I still feel bad that we made Pat watch all of the new girl Thanksgiving episodes and he still didn't like the show. He's like, I don't like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't like the show. And we're like, but they, we're, so good. we're like, we showed him like, I think the Thanksgiving episodes are some of the better yeah, and best I, episodes. And I'm he more, just was like, I'm nah, going to nah. be working on an article that is basically new girl picks up the torch from friends in terms yeah, of Thanksgiving episodes. I think it does. I totally believe and also that. just like as a show. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love it so it's much. so good. And yeah, I definitely this is a must-see episode. I mean, I, I say most of the... Thanksgiving episodes yeah. of Friends are worth it. There are some... I do not like the one where Chandler hates dogs, because, again, what? Chandler's my entry point character. And you don't I don't. Dogs. I love dogs. So that's insane. And also, like, it's a later season episode where there's just, like, a lot of needless bickering between all of them, yeah. and also... Uh, it just frustrates me. I can't. I don't even. I can't think of that one at all. Yeah. So. It's a. It's a forgettable. And I also don't like the last one because again, that's like all of it. Thanksgiving doesn't happen in it. Like. Oh yeah. So they. They why? all like are bailing on Thanksgiving to go do like stupid shit, and then Monica and Chandler get mad. Mm-hmm. I don't like that one either. But yeah. like the Brad Pitt one is good. Yeah. The one with the trifle is good because that's the one. Where, the one where Ross got high is so good because that's the one where they all have secrets. Oh yeah, is it the like, flashback one? No, this is like that's the one like they all have see like um. Monica and Ross's parents hate Chandler because they, they oh, yes. thought that Chandler got Ross into drugs. They have that great <laughs> moment of like, oh, you've been with them all before the, whatever, before the drugs. And I love that, like, that's such a parent thing of yeah. like, they found out that Ross smoked pot like a couple times in college and his parents all of a sudden like, the drug the years. Drugs. Like, I love it. So yeah, there's so many good ones. TBS will probably be running them all day long that's to true. watch. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, thank you so much for closing out the holiday gauntlet of Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. Uh, where can people talk to you about Friends Online and Thanksgiving? Uh, at Twitter, at khealywoo. No, no, there's no dot com, just khealywoo. <laughs> com all spelled out. And then you can use out. up to 280 characters after my name. Yeah, to but yell. probably don't. 
because that's like a lot trying of to just do 140, TLDR. just yeah. like watch to where the it. circle and just let to the get to the circle halfway, and then just it's like fine. every once in a while you can do like a full 280. I feel yeah. like, but just like keep it breath. But keep it keep it breath. Keep it breath. <laughs> keep it keep it real breath. Uh, yes. That's short for brevity. <laughs> So yeah, next week we will not be talking about Thanksgiving. So I just want to tell all the listeners, happy Thanksgiving happy if you Thanksgiving. celebrate it. Yep. Um, and watch Planet of the Apes. I don't know. I've watched it on Thanksgiving once. So that, <laughs> so that in my head is a Thanksgiving movie. It's not. It's yeah, it isn't. Not. It isn't at all. Um, uh, thanks, everybody. Yay. Have a good night. Bye. And that does it for this week's episode of Must Have Seen TV. Thanks again to my guest, Katie healy Wurzberg for coming back on the show and talking about Friends with me this week and completing our three-week-long Thanksgiving holiday gauntlet. Next week on the show, we are taking a one-week break from all things holiday to talk about, drumroll please, The Days and Nights of Molly Dodd. We'll be talking about the episode here or a few variations on a sexual theme. That is Season 2, Episode 2, and you can find The Days and Nights of Molly Dodd nowhere. And we actually talk about that a whole lot in the episode, how it is impossible to find. For those of you who don't know what it is, it is a late 90s, or late 80s, early 90s uh, NBC sitcom that jumped to Lifetime in the early 90s, which is crazy. Uh, It was also a dramedy. It did not have a laugh track. So we're actually going to be getting into a lot of crazy groundbreaking stuff with this talk about a show that no one remembers. And I think it is a super fun uh, conversation. And it'll be a nice little, like, you know, palate cleanser before we dive into the main event of the Holiday Gauntlet Christmas. So, yeah, until then, you can send your questions about sitcoms to musthaveseentv at gmail.com. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at musthaveseentv. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review the show in iTunes. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at, at Brett White. You can read the words that I write at decider.com. You can check out my sitcom t-shirts and stickers at tpublic.com slash user slash Brett White. The theme song this week was Village Green by The Kinks, a very fall song. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Thanks to all y'all for listening, and I'll see y'all next week on Must Have Seen TV. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.